Balls are back. Yeah, they had us the first half. I'm not going to lie. Oh, could be Wayne. I think I got my swagger back. Oh, oh. I love it, baby. Them orange britches. Something about them orange Riddit did to do and welcome into more important issues. It is Sunday, November eighth. It has been a rough weekend on Rocky Top. The intro stung a little bit. It's hurting. Landon texted me today. He said, "How are you doing?" Good friend, right? <laughs> I responded as a person, I'm doing good. As a Tennessee fan, I'm struggling. It's been a tough day. Yeah. Um, today I went to Walmart and like when I was putting a shirt on, I was like, I'm kind of embarrassed to wear Tennessee orange. Like you I went don't... to Walmart with a shirt on? That's bold of you. <laughs> out of out of ordinary. Yeah, so I, like I, I I saw people with Tennessee stuff on, I'm like I didn't want that for myself. I didn't want people to know I was a Tennessee fan. I, I wore a Tennessee shirt all day because I'm a sucker. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a sucker. I, I'll admit it. I'm a sucker. <clears throat> and, you know, if Alumni Hall dropped a really, really nice shirt right now, polo, $80 polo, Nike, I'd probably buy it because I'm a sucker. And <laughs> I understand this. So, um, you know, we're going to we're gonna talk about We're going to talk about it all. We're going to talk about the, the loss. We're going to talk about the coaching. We're going to talk about the quarterback. I mean, we're, we're going to get to it all. Um, at the end of the day, I'm always gonna be a Vol fan. And every Saturday, um, I'm always going to cheer for the Vols harder than the last Saturday, but it right now it just sucks. Um, and, and it really sucks. Cause like Zach Tilly just said on YouTube, rough decade. Yeah. It's a rough decade. And yeah, it's that, that last part, this is going to be the decade of the Vols. Good thing. There's like what? Nine more years left. Since <laughs> yeah, we, so we have well, nine years. At, you know, if we're going to, I think at least, because we, we talked about this because we did a decade recap at the end of 2019. And if I think we're wrong, I think decades actually start like this would be the end of the last decade this year. Um, so I think we're just not out of the decade of dysfunction yet. That's the thing. Uh, hmm. Yeah, that, that was copyrighted by Mark Nagy. Go buy his book. Um, although I think he's going to have to make another volume now. Uh, well, I mean, it just stinks because century when, of dysfunction. <laughs> yes, when when Pruitt got here, and then you know you've had some highlights, you've had some games where you're looking into the past and you, you see everything that's came before him. And then you had some games where you, you may see a light at the end of the tunnel. Um, that light just got farther and farther away. I, I couldn't even see it at all last night. It's I was very upset last night, but I also don't regret anything I said. <laughs> it's, embar- it's embarrassing. It's embarrassing. It's flat out embarrassing. Uh, Fuse Avatar asked, can we turn the season around? I, I don't think you can turn the season around. I mean, I think you can salvage parts of it, but I don't think you can turn the season around. Right. And the way we're playing right now, I don't I don't see this team salvaging anything. Right. I, I want to think they can, but from what we've got in the last 14 quarters, there's no way. 
No, 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 no. And I think when I say salvage, I mean, I just don't think you're going to, you're not going to end the season. I mean, you could win out and you're still just, you know, it's not, I wouldn't call it, I mean, I guess if you beat a top 10 team, I guess that makes you, I I just don't know if you can salvage it. It's, Ask me when we ask me if we beat a team if we can salvage it and I'll I'll uh, uh you know we'll talk through it then but I just yeah someone said three wins maybe I, maybe I mean I said it yesterday if you watched our uh our keys to the game I said if you don't win this game you're staring down where Vanderbilt's your only winnable game left yep so Florida Florida might hang sixty on you and the way we play in the second half I don't think Vanderbilt's a for sure, win. No, 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 not at all. Not at all. <laughs> it, this is. I mean, they played. You, you. I like what you said at the beginning of the show yesterday. You said Arkansas plays in, has been playing inspired football. Well, Tennessee's been doing the opposite of that, mm-hmm. and this is the now fourth week in a row where I think you got outcoached and outplayed. And if you do both of those, it's you're never going to have a chance. Yeah, the only way you beat an inspired football team is to be inspired yourself. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And we did not. Even in the first half, it wasn't just like domination. No, it wasn't, and and that's a, that's the thing is you knew it was still um, a little you know you didn't have this game in hand, but you thought I guess we should have known from Georgia, but I, you know you think you go in with a halftime lead, you you put together some pretty good drives, your defense has played good against a good quarterback and field pranks. you think you can come out with a little bit of fire and you know and and this program needs a win. Yep, I blame and you a little bit happen. because you no, did come out. You did come out and say everybody's going to get $100 here. <laughs> to be fair, <laughs> to be fair, I said that because I was trying to speak it into existence. It was the – I didn't try a reverse jinx. So you're still kind of doubting it. Right? Oh, 100%. I was yeah. like, this is where you just get so confident that it has to happen. Mm-hmm. Like the guy who's like, I'm going to hit this three-point liner from a foot in front of the half point – or the half – foot in front of half court, and he does it. And you're like – He's never going to make the shot again in his life, but he said he's going to make that one, and he did it. It's yep. that. It's that thing. And I tried. I failed. But to be fair, the the way our offense especially played in the third quarter, and the defense didn't play good either, but offense had didn't have a single possession in the third quarter that they didn't go three and out. Yeah. And then they were gifted a first down right at the end of the third quarter um, through a penalty, and then promptly went three and out after that. Yeah, it was just, it was just terrible coaching performance. And I know we'll get in, in, into that a little bit, but I was just so, I wasn't, I was, I was getting out on Pruitt, but the comments after the game, that's when I was like, yep, he's just not it. Yeah. And, and here's the thing. I'm out on Pruitt right now, but you can get me right back in that boat if you win a couple games. Yeah. I that's mean, all, if you just beat win. Florida, I'm like, you beat Florida. <laughs> so I guess the way I should say it, because I don't know if I'm out is the 100% best way to say it. But I feel like the where I've been as a fan is 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 I've been in on you until you give me a reason to be out. Right. Now I'm out on you until you give me a reason to be in. Like I'm not gonna go, yeah, he's the guy or he could be the guy or I'm not I don't even know if I'm willing to say this program's in a good spot like I did yesterday. Or I thought it, it, it thought it was in a better spot spot than seventeen. I mean, I guess you have more talent than 17, which is good. But Yeah, maybe the roster looks better. But maybe you set up a, the next coach with something better than, than they did in 17. But but you haven't really built yep. anything. Right. I've, I've, so I've been, uh, the Jeremy, I've been in the Jeremy Pruitt camp, and I've been, um, I've been in the boat until it's time to bail. 
And now I'm, what I'm going to do is I'm going to watch the boat from afar. And if it doesn't sink, I, I might get on later. That, that's how I'm doing this one. Um, and I think that should be fair for every fan to, to think that way. And if you want to keep supporting him, keep supporting him. Because I'm going to cheer for him. Um, and, and I don't think he's going to get fired this year um, unless things get drastically worse and or a scandal. But we'll, we'll see. I mean, but I'm, yeah, I just you mentioned his comments after the game. I was just very, I mean, can you at least own up to you sh- going, we were wrong? You yeah. were wrong. You were wrong. First off, it would have been a 42-yard field goal. Yeah. Six yards less than his best one. And if it has something to do with, maybe he injured himself, but it didn't seem like he did because apparently Samaglia almost didn't make the trip. Right, yeah. If that's <clears throat> the case, just be honest. Yeah. Just Yeah, just be like, oh, looking back, we should have did that in the moment we wanted to score points. Right. I would have been like, okay, yeah, you wouldn't touch me. I don't necessarily But I'm also going to be that. mad about that, and I'm mad about that still. Because you've been telling us how a freshman isn't ready to play. He's not ready to play. He's not ready to play. And I get you were kind of forced, but you weren't forced to try fourth and four, and that was his first pass of the game. Yep. You weren't forced to do that. No. So you can't feed me. Now you can't feed me the he's not ready, he's not ready, he's not, you know, he's not ready. You put him in there like he was ready. Yeah. You put him sink or swim. So and, and you play had, him. You had three other plays before that to let him attempt to pass, and you didn't. Right. I, I would have rather, if you're going to go for it on fourth and fourth there with a quarterback who hasn't thrown the ball all game, a freshman quarterback who hasn't seen the field, but six plays total on the season or however many plays, I'd rather you just run the ball on fourth and four with Eric Gray, who played a pretty good game, 137 yards. 123. 23. I'd rather that in that yeah. scenario. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Because you got to look at the things around it. Obviously, fourth and four, you're probably passing the ball. But when you look at, it, it was Harrison Bailey, who hasn't thrown a pass all night, who's thrown... Three passes all season. Who's you can't do that. And then, and again, it pisses me off because we've heard how he's not ready. He's not ready. Well, you threw him in there like he was ready with that play. And, and looking at the stats, uh, 107 yards is is anybody ready? I mean, correct. And let, let, let's get into the lineup. <laughs> okay. All right, all lineup right. real quick, and then we'll, we'll cool, we'll, cool, we'll, cool. We'll cool, get cool. into. All right, yeah, we're, we are going to talk about the Tennessee game. We're going to talk about <laughs> yeah. We'll we'll talk about the the game as a whole, the season as a whole. Um. I'm sure we'll get off on some tangents, so just hang in with there with us. Drop your comments uh, on YouTube and Twitter if you got questions, comments, whatever they are. Drop them in there. Uh, and Facebook, Landon's on Facebook. Um, we'll, and then if there's any questions, we'll we'll get to them. If we don't get to them right away, don't worry, we we will we will. Don't worry. We are gonna talk about the basketball season. Um, I'll, I'll we'll get to it when we get there. But man, I'm just not. Even, the the Vols have truly broken me because I'm like nah, I don't even know if I'm excited for that right now. They've broken me, man. They have broken me. Like you, like you wanted to to go ahead and get to that, but you know you're going to have to. But I feel like I'm just going to be sad again. Like they're going to let you down. Right. I'm kind of I'm kind of in that same boat. Like you have high expectations for this team, but there's still that part of you where. I know it. I know, I know where that orange goes. <laughs> um, and then we're also going to recap this this week in college football. Good news is it was a it was a fun week of college football. Yeah, that's the good news. Yeah. Um, then we got some high school football from this week as they finished off the first round of the playoffs. Going to talk about some of those games and games coming up. We've got questions again. We'll get to the questions there if we don't get to them right away when you ask them. Cody Branch mentioned um, on YouTube, he said, I'll give up 10000 to Tennessee if we win or just cover against AM. The spread's at 12.5. Cody, instead of giving you $10,000, um, my Venmo is Caleb Mitchell 5. <laughs> we'll gladly take that 10000 
I don't think you'll be paying if that makes you feel better, but I'll, I'll take it if you want. Yeah. So, um, I'll, I'll definitely take it. But, uh, yeah, drop those questions in there. Drop those comments in there. And, uh, guys, don't forget to check out our sponsors either. Yeah, go check out those sponsors, Tennessee Tap House, Hound Dogs, and Blue Water Climate Control. They do a great job of making this show possible. So, please go check them out. Also, if you have any questions, I think Caleb already mentioned it. Drop them in the chat. We'll be happy to get to those as we talk about this terrible, terrible game. Yeah. Last night. Somebody's already mentioned how we, we thought we were going to be special. Yeah, I mean, Valve Hands, we had expectations for this year. It should have been a better year. Um, I mean, I don't have a comment for that. Um, cool. It is a Florida fan, but congratulations to Florida, unfortunately. I mean, you all whooped Georgia whooped it's funny I, we knew that often we'll get we'll talk about that game too because uh, that was one of the big games this, this week in college football but we'll, we'll, we'll get to that let's talk Tennessee let's talk Tennessee um don't necessarily want to but we have to I want to I guess I, I don't know because like all my frustrations I'm just like I feel like everybody has the same frustrations at what point do you like I feel like at 17 we got to the point where it was just kind of funny just how bad we were right but even then like there was games where like Auburn they kind of pull you back in. Kentucky. 18. 18. No, Auburn was oh, yeah. 17. 17 was terrible. 17 was a miserable, miserable Yeah, that, that you kind of got to the point where you were just laughing. The most fun part was the, somehow, the most absurd part of the year, the LSU game <laughs> playing in that weather. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's how absurd that was. It almost outweighed all the absurdness of 17. I have a lot of videos from that night. That was, that was a fun night. <laughs> it was a funny, fun, hilarious night. But, um, yeah, it was... We didn't have a chance. We improvised on the tailgate. We didn't yeah. have a chance from that. No, night. no, that 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 night. I am still wearing this bracelet. Is actually from that day. Interesting. Yeah. It used to say something. It doesn't anymore. But. <laughs> Interesting. Um. I mean, this, dude. It's just last night. Like you said, the first half wasn't phenomenal. Mm-hmm. I mean, you played a played a pretty good first half. You get out of there thirteen nothing. You're feeling good. You at least you put yourself in a good position for the second half. So we thought. Yeah. And it just got, I mean, the offense looked bad. It didn't help that the defense allowed them to come out. I think it was a 13 play, um, 75 yard drive. They went five for five on third downs on that drive. And that, you know, so that's not good. But the fact is after that, the offense didn't give the defense a chance. No, not a chance in the world on the field, back on the field every, you know, in four plays, three plays or less. It's bad. Also, speaking of that. Since the first half of the Georgia game, or sorry, since Georgia, I didn't go, I didn't look at Missouri, South Carolina. Since Georgia, in the second half, Tennessee's offense has gone three and out or less. So they fumbled or intercepted before punting 14 times. And in the third quarter, you know what we're getting outscored by? In the third quarter? In those four losses? 61 to 7. It's unacceptable. 61 to 7. Are we just going to have to, like, do drills, like one-on-ones in the end zone or something instead of going into the locker room? And then the bye week, there was no improvement. So, like, do we just – we just don't need a break. I don't understand the – I don't understand how your third quarter is so much – so, I mean, you look at, like, Alabama. And you knew the second half of Alabama, a game like that, for example, probably even Georgia, wasn't going – was going to be tougher because they have more depth than you. Right. But – that doesn't mean they come out of the gate swinging on like it should be later in the third quarter, fourth quarter before that depth really starts wearing on you, mm-hmm. but it's right out the gate. Yeah. We can't get a stop. And then Arkansas shouldn't have more depth. We're going th- Yeah. 
I mean, that that's the main thing about all this. Like, you shouldn't lose to Arkansas, and the way you lost is what makes it so much worse. Is because, like, after a bye week, and you didn't show any improvement. Yeah, you ran the ball, which you tried to do pretty much the whole season. Um, and you, you had some success doing that. But you don't have a quarterback to, you know, drive the ball down the field. So you're going to have to do 17 play drives, basically, to, to get in the end zone. Right. And so it's just never going to – like you had to settle for two field goals because you just can't think you're going to run the ball every single play. Yeah. I mean – You just can't do it. No. I mean, you did it once against Kentucky, but even that, you know, after that it was done. Well, that's what's funny. I, you know, I'm sitting here, run the, run the ball, run the ball, run the ball, run the ball. I mean, both have. But it's like it's literally every play. The run, right. the, running the ball is supposed to help your offense. It's supposed to set your offense up for success, being successful in the run. But it's like you'd be so successful in the run that it was to the point it would begin to become unsuccessful. It, I don't, I don't understand Jim Chaney. I like I don't get it, no. or Jeremy Pruitt for that matter. I mean, if if your whole thing is you know JG's our guy, well, I mean anybody can go out there and hand the ball off. <laughs> yeah, I, I hope. Um, I mean, so if JG like JG gives you the best option, the best option to win, if yeah. he really does. Which, I mean, maybe he does. Last well, night, it, it didn't look... It wasn't obvious. That That's the thing. But he didn't is, even really give him a chance to right. throw. And he's probably a better chance... Better, He probably gives you a better chance than Brian Maurer. And pre-snap, he's probably better. But, I mean, anybody can go hand the ball off. Right. He probably gives you a better chance than Brian Maurer, from what we saw last night. I right. thought Maurer did. He, he struggled. Was. But he also did a lot of the same things that Garantano does, where... He doesn't step up in the pocket. He just backs up, and it puts him in a terrible position. Um, he makes he made late decisions last night. Something Garantano does. Um, and, and but then you go to Harrison Bailey. Well, you can't tell you can't tell me from last night that we one hundred percent know that he's not as good of an option as Garantano. Because right. if we're gonna look at those two interceptions, the first one, I don't want to talk about this farther. So I, I hope we can just breeze over it. Should have been PI. It should have. Yes. And it was on fourth and four. And then the second one was you took a shot in the end zone with no time remaining. So I'm not going to sit here and act like those two interceptions, another quarterback wouldn't have thrown them. Probably they were both fourth forced throws, and it was, that's what it the was play over called. anyway. That's what the play called for you to do is force right. that pass. So because I'm not because you didn't kick a field goal, you didn't yeah. give yourself a chance at the at the end right. of the game. And then those checkdowns are incredibly frustrating, but at least he checked down. So I mean, honestly, like what made me so mad last night was like. You didn't look like you tried to win. No, it not a, no not not the last two drives. No, not the last two drives. Well, that's what's funny too about the field goal is, were you just saying I don't trust my defense to get a quick stop? Because you get the ball back with what two oh seven left. Mm-hmm. You get the ball back with two oh seven left. It's plenty of time to go down and score, and then you, you got to make the two point conversion after that. If you, assuming Smaglia makes that, kick. but it's a chance, <laughs> like. Yeah, going for it on fourth and four with a quarterback who has yet to attempt to pass. I mean, that's that's just putting your players in a terrible position, and that's coaching. And yeah. we pay way too much. We have one of the highest payroll coaching staffs in America. Why? Why? Is, why are they so bad? I against Arkansas, who you have a way better roster than. It's a first year head coach, and it's after a bye week. There's no excuse in that. No. No. No excuse. And then, it, you know, it was <laughs> – it does not feel like 98. You're absolutely right. 
Um, it does not feel like 98. I'm glad I caught that comment. Um, I just, I'm on ESPN's page and just saw the play that we rushed three or four and Philip Franks is all the time in the world, rolls out to his left and somehow we have seven or eight in coverage and still fail to cover the men. And it's, dude, it was just, it was, it was a bad, and I'm going to, you know, I am going to give the defense a little bit of credit, you know, benefit the doubt in terms of your offense didn't help you in that third quarter. But at the same time, they were, you mentioned that first drive, four of four on third down or whatever it was. Five for five. Five for five on third down. Inexcusable. Yeah, you, you put them in third field. down situations, you got to make those plays. So no, it was no turnovers. Yeah, and it, it, yeah. it created no turnovers. And it was not great showing from the defensive side of the ball, especially in the second half. Um, you just got beat. You just got beat. It's, it's that simple. It seems like Arkansas made adjustments at halftime, and we just didn't. So we – so they're like, oh, we're, we're doing our thing. They made adjustments to make us do something different, and we just didn't. We didn't have a counter to it. I asked you yesterday if you thought Jim Chaney was setting up tendencies. Um, he definitely wasn't in the first half. He definitely was not trying to set up tendencies in the first half and then go off of those tendencies in the second half. That was not a thing. Um, you got the analytic data, and then we did exactly what the analytic data said we would do. Mm-hmm. Um, it was pitiful. It I mean, the bad. only wrinkle, I, I thought it was interesting. He did put Eric Gray at Wildcat quarterback, but then we had to take a timeout. <laughs> it's like we we tried to do something, and we just, you know, did we, just could, like our team would not let us actually run that play. Did we call a timeout and then come back to the Wildcat quarterback? No. Thank God. I thought we were going to. I can't remember no, now. I remember being going, if we call this timeout, because we had to. We had to because delay a game. So, it's more than just the coaches. But also, but I would have been pissed. I just couldn't remember because I saw that Friday night where a team went to Wildcat quarterback, calls a timeout, and comes back out in the Wildcat quarterback. It's like, what do you think they just talked about during that timeout? <laughs> think a little bit. Right. Okay, so I'm glad we didn't do that. I couldn't remember. Glad we didn't do that. But, I mean, are, are you, like, we run the sprib. We had 107 yards passing. That's like a Navy Army game. I mean, you're, you're never going to win with 107 yards passing unless you're running for 300 plus yards. We ran for. And we're not. We have not done that. We didn't even. We didn't have 300 yards of total offense against Arkansas. I think we had 150, close to 150, maybe 130, in the first quarter. 130 rushing yards. Yeah, I mean, we we ran the ball really well in the first half and. We couldn't in the second half because we didn't we didn't make a lot of adjustments. We let them know what we were going to do uh, for the game and said, you know, stop us, and they did. And then we didn't add any wrinkle to it to try to make them stop the next play. Yep. So, um, and you could have kept running the ball too and just added in some different wrinkles that we did finally for the first time in like three games. Ran a uh, jet sweep with Valus Jones. Didn't get a lot of yards. Got your first down though. Yeah. So, it man the the coaching is frustrating. And I know the question we, we I mentioned. Um, my thoughts on Jeremy Pruitt. I, Jeremy, I'm not saying this is 100 percent true, but Jeremy Pruitt said this. He said it about Jimmy Brumball after he was let go, which I think it was more than just football that it was about. But I have no proof of that. I'm speculating. But Jeremy Pruitt said this himself. He said, "I've found out that when it's not working, it's better to just cut ties now." Yeah. So if it's not Jeremy Pruitt's fault right now at Tennessee. Well, then there should be someone gone in Knoxville by tomorrow. Yeah. Because he said it himself. When it's not working, it's better to just cut ties now. Yeah. And yeah. then if, if it's Jeremy Pruitt's fault, 
Well, then, if we if we believe what JP is telling us, then Fulmer, I mean, it, it's just not working. Yeah. For whatever reason, for, I don't know. I want it to work, too. I would love for Jaren Pruitt to be the guy. I don't know. I don't think he is. I don't know if he is. Yeah, right now I'm thinking he, I'm I'm leaning more toward no. Mm-hmm. I just I just don't see the way you're losing. It's not like you're losing football games. It's the way you're losing football games. Yeah. It is so frustrating. The teams you're losing to, the um, the staffs you're losing to. Yeah, and, and losing to them bad. Like I, I in our last four games, <clears throat> I think the average loss is 23 points. Yeah, this is the first uh, non-20-point loss we've had this season. So <laughs> and we're making improvements, Landon. I don't know yeah. why you're so mad about it. <laughs> no, I'm just not. trying to get better day by day, okay? Yeah. I, 24 I, unanswered points to Arkansas. I mean, right. It's bad. It It's ugly. It's bad. Um, I mean, any other year, somebody's like, like for real, like your whole coaching staff. Sh- he, A lot of people were probably calling for your whole coaching staff. Right. I mean, if this is if this is a, a normal year, 102,000 in the stands, um, COVID hadn't existed. I don't know if Jeremy Pruitt is still your coach. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I can't say for sure. He did get that extension at the beginning of the year. That helps. You are still paying Butch Jones buyout for a couple more months. That may affect it. But <laughs> paying which, Jimmy Brumballs. Which, <laughs> paying Jimmy Brumballs. And it sucks, but it's – I don't know. And, again, I just – I can't con- – I think I said it to you last night. I think I texted it to you that I I just can't confidently say getting rid of him is the right move. But – I don't, but somebody has to be gone. If, right. If, if your coaching is not, I said this last night. If your coaching is, ref, if your coaches are refusing to implement change, right, then a coaching change has to be made. Yeah. That yes. I, that that's a statement I do agree with. It's just um, at the same time, it's like, man, I just, I, I do agree with the statement that the whoever is in the head coach of this program right now, Jeremy Pruitt, is gonna need more time. But it's frustrating when you go back to what you just said a second ago about it's the way you're losing too, though. That that's the part that becomes really, really unacceptable. Like yesterday, if you play a pretty good game, Arkansas plays a pretty good game. You lose on a last-second field goal or an unlucky play at the end. You're probably pissed off, but you're probably not going just coaching malpractice, coaching malpractice. Like right. it's a different type of loss. Yeah, it's it's all that mixed together. And then I just it's a. Uh, it's a tough call. And it goes back to what I said a couple weeks ago. I do trust Philip Former. So whatever the decision made by Philip Former is, I'm going to trust it and let it play out and see what happens. Um, I, I think Philip Former's earned the Tennessee fan bases, the Tennessee, you know, anybody that works for the athletic department, I think he's earned their He should have earned your trust by now. Um, and I'm, I don't just mean in, as an athletic director, everything he's done for Tennessee as a player, coach, and AD. Um, I think he deserves everyone's trust. Um, and it, it is a he is going to be he is going to be faced with very tough decisions in the yeah. next coming weeks. Yeah, so, absolutely. I mean, especially if things don't get better. Yeah, it, I mean that's yeah, and I, I'm not confident they will. Um, Jamel Stevens, that was Jeff Coleman on with uh, Catfish and Billy uh, just before the show ended, and he, yes, he was a former player. Um, so, but yeah, um, I don't. You know, I don't. I mean, do a, you do you think this? Last night watching the game, were you just like, oh, this staff is just ready to get the next season? They're like, it just looked like they were ready to get this game over with. Uh, yeah. It, I mean, it definitely felt like that against Alabama. It felt like Alabama was, we're playing because we have to. Mm-hmm. Like, we're here because we have to. We're not going to do anything fancy. We're just. Let me, let me read these comments. So someone just mentioned that Pruitt said, when you know it's not working, get rid of them. Yeah, he said it. 
Yeah. Uh, he said it. I mean, I'm, that's why I'm like, if Pruitt believes it, <laughs> then he agrees with me. And something isn't working right now. Something isn't working. A lot isn't working. I shouldn't say something. There's more than one somethings. So, so this is some of the comments he said. So he said, we'll get it fixed. We've got a young football team. A young football team? You're not playing the young guys. Your 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 leader is a fit. Sorry, he's not your captain. A leader because that's the natural position of a quarterback. A leader um, is a fifth year senior, and then your line are have all started for at least one season. Yeah, your offensive line. Yep. We'll get it fixed. We're a young football team, but we're not playing young guys. You know, Jalen High is the only freshman really making an impact. And I was whew, making an impact might be a bold thing to say. I mean, he's getting playing time, but are they giving him chances to make an impact? Not, I mean, not against against Alabama. Against Alabama, he gets two chances, and that's it. Yep. And then he said, uh, on, on why they didn't kick the field goal, we wasn't close enough. I didn't feel like you weren't close enough. It was a forty-two yarder. Smackley hit a fifty-yarder in the game, and a and a forty-eight, and a forty-eight. That yeah. that's just like a this. And I'm sure after that, he probably was like, why did I say that? But, dude, you can't. Did no one follow up that question with, like, what do you mean by not close enough? I don't know. score and time and what do you mean? Because it can't be distance isn't what you're talking about. Yeah, he was like, yeah, he's. And then he went into, like, why he's hurt. And, dude, like, just man up. Like, that, that's the Jeremy Pruitt. Like, he's changed over the, the three seasons. He used to say whatever was on his mind, and now he's gotten to, like, it's excuses. Because and, you can't blame it on, you know, we're working, you know, this staff, you know, this staff was bad, this program was in a bad place. You, This is your program now. It's your program. You, you, you've, had, you've built it to this point. You've had, you've had enough time that the culture should have seen a big shift. Right. And after the last four games, looking at them as a whole, I'm not just looking at last night, the last four games. I'm not convinced that there's been a culture shift in the program. And and you said something about JG being a, a leader because he's a quarter, like who is the who are the leaders on this team? The only one I could confidently say is two, Trey Smith and Henry Toto. Yeah, I mean, but but other than that, like but, last but year, you could you could point out a whole group of guys that right. you thought were were leaders on this team. Well, that's the that's the dangerous thing is Trey Smith can only make so much of an impact. Right. Henry Toto can only make so much of an impact. You've got to have leaders on this team that are impactful players that have chances with the ball in their hands each drive, each play, and you don't have that. No. You don't have that. I mean, yeah. It, Somebody pointed out um, last night, like, Theo Jackson made a huge, like, third-down tackle yeah. to prevent him, and no one celebrated with him. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I mean, I, I just don't think there's any excitement. There's no yeah. passion. And again, there's there's no real leadership on this team, right? And I think no, that's that's much. a big part of it. Uh, someone said, "How many people are begging for Mauer Hour now?" I haven't heard Mauer Hour. I don't know if I've heard that. Um, yeah, I think last night Mauer showed he's not ready to, for whatever reason, he's he's not ready for it. Um, Harrison Bay looks like the clear number two guy right now, but I think that in the situation you're in right now, I think that makes him the number one guy right now. Yeah, I mean, especially if JG isn't playing, you're definitely not playing Mauer. I mean, JG's had some good throws this year, but that's it. Some good throws. And a, and some really bad ones. <laughs> I, I mean, he's probably had, what, one really good game? Yeah. And then one pretty good game, and then after that, terrible games? Yeah. And I mean, I, I, he didn't play terrible last night, but there he left a lot of plays on the field. He left quite a few plays on the field. 
So I, I mean, he, he wasn't impressive. No, I mean, he didn't even lead us in passing yards, and he played for <laughs> what three quarters? Much more than the guy who led us in passing yards played. Um, yeah, Harrison Bailey had one drive and had sixty-five yards. He did have two picks, but I mean, but again, you if you, we're gonna look at the context of things, you have to look at the context of those picks. Yeah, and, and you you put him in, you put him in those situations. Right. You're not giving him meaningful reps. No. Putting him in there to hand the ball off, and then hey, you're gonna throw it on fourth and four. Right. Uh, the game's on the line in your hands. And it wasn't like he was thrusted in there on fourth and four. He wasn't thrusted in there there. The, the quarterback didn't get injured prior to the fourth and four play. No. <sighs> it's fresh. It's it's incredible. Dude, I was. And and you know what? Let's pretend JG is the best option. And I'm not saying he's not. I'm not saying he is. But for a second, let's pretend that he is. That's that's just as much of a coaching malpractice as not playing the best guy. He's been there for three years. He's been a coach, or he's been a four. I mean, he's been a four-year starter. I mean, when did Jeremy Pruitt take over? Jeremy Pruitt took over in eighteen, so this is his third year with JG. So almost fourth, because JG's was J- there. JG's a four-year starter. Pruitt's had him for three years. This right. will be this is the third year. Right, but he's had a whole other offseason, so he's probably had three and a half years with Pruitt. Yeah. Because Brian Maurer's coming up on two years, because yeah. he was an early enrollee in January, so he's been there almost two years. Shroud's been there for almost three years. Right. And <laughs> Shroud, Shroud didn't even make the trip. He, I mean, him and Maurer are gone after this season. <laughs> Assuming Harrison Bailey stays, and then you've got uh, Caden Salter coming and in. Oh, we, we didn't recruit well at that position. I'm well, sure that, that's on you. I'm sure Tyson Helton. You can blame some of that on him, but you hired Tyson Helton, so that's on you. Yep. Yep. Uh, someone said, "Why when other teams struggle at QB, they make a change? Why do we not change? I don't. I don't know. Because I, I understand. I understand again. One hundred percent understand the thought of this guy doesn't perform well in practice." But at what point do you go, well, this guy's not performing well in a game, so we got, like, that's not at all. Can, so that's we got to try something else. We got to try something else. Right. Because I don't care. I don't care how well you practice if you play like shit. I don't care. I'm sorry. Cool. So what Go do you, get paid in the league to be a practice player, but you're not ever going to make big money. So cool. When Philip Fulmer sat down today, after not asleep, what do you think his first order of business was? I don't. I mean, what do you address? That's the, again, it gets back into how we're losing. There are so many things to address. Yeah. What do you address first? You mentioned, it looks like we're playing very uninspired. Big third down stop. No one cares. Yep. Your quarterback play has been bad. 107 yards against Arkansas. That's pitiful. It's absolutely pitiful. Your offensive line had a stretch where they did not play good this season. We, we don't. Your play calling's been. We don't terrible. have hardly any pass rush, and in the fourth quarter, we get like what four sacks. We get three in one drive. Like where's where is that at? Where's it been at? Yeah, I don't get it. I don't. I don't understand any of this. Um. Uh, yeah. So. What do you? What is, how do you talk about? What is Sean Lawrence all all freaking week for two weeks pretty much, and then he doesn't even really play until the the game was already over. right. I mean Theo Jackson, I, I didn't think he played bad. I really didn't. No, no, no. But I mean, you still got torched in the secondary. 
Jalen McCullough looked terrible. Kenneth George looked terrible. Right. And your head coach is defensive back guru. Your defensive coordinator is defensive back guru. Well, he's having to coach the dang defensive line right now because we can't hang on to a defensive line coach. Good Lord. Is he just going to have to coach everything? I hope not. (laughs) I hope not. Good Lord, man. Good Lord. What happened to Todd Chandler last night? Apparently he's he's hurt. He's hurt. One carry? Yep. He's hurt. Your running backs have struggled. They should have been better this year. I mean, so, Ch- I mean, I guess Eric Gray's getting some yards. I, don't, I, don't. I want to ask you a fun question. Mm, I'm sure it's fun. How do you fix this? Like, how do you how do you fix something to make some salvage some kind of season? I think it's energy right now. I think I mean I think that's where you have to start because you can call good plays. You can. You can have a good game plan. You can bring a good pass rush or do great in coverage. But if you don't have energy, it doesn't matter. Yeah. And there's no energy. That's why, you know, someone made the comment about Mauer Hour or whatever you called it. I said against Alabama, I said start Brian Mauer because JG's obviously not the answer. You can play him. He's been, he played well off the bench last year. I think start Brian Mauer because he usually when he's out there, it didn't look like it last night. Don't know if we'd have just already folded. Usually when he comes out there, the energy level shoots up mm-hmm. on offense. Yeah, I just think. But he didn't happen last night. I mean, last night he had he had nobody around him, yeah. and he ran out of the pocket on third and long and just threw it out of bounds. Right. Oh, I mean, now that we've seen him last night, his uh, <laughs> mistakes far outweigh the energy he brings. Right. But I, I think this and, team. And, and then, like, they mentioned, like, his family dog died, his grandfather died this God. week. And, like, again, if he's not in the right mindset, that's, again, on the coaches for putting a player in that position. Yeah. I mean, I'd, I would think he they talked to him about it if they traveled him over Shroud. Because, like you said, Shroud didn't make, even make the trip. So, I got to think they had that conversation. With and him. he was the number two. I got to think so. <laughs> I'll just never understand. Like, the quarterback situation is. It's bad. It's a terrible situation. It's a terrible situation. Um, it, it's bad, but I think, I mean, and it's part of probably your core. It, it has got to be demoralizing for the defense to, to see, to have the, the offense the keeping you out there. You oh, it's got to be demoralizing for the defense to not be able to stop a third down, but first I'll just do it, but stop a third down. Yeah. But I mean, we lost our energy very, very quickly in the second half last night. And I think that, I mean, I don't know. This is, I don't know what to I don't know what to fix first. That's the issue. There's so much to fix. I don't know what to fix first. I mean, I th- I think it would help maybe if you had if you tried to play some of those freshmen because you would think they'd have more energy. You'd think I don't know, but I mean, I don't so, know. I mean, it, it, at what point do you just say you know we're trying to build towards something? I don't even think it's about that. I think it's playing the best players. I think it's about. I think yeah. I, see, I obviously if, when you're trying to build your program up, you play the young guys. But I'm just not convinced that these these seniors, these upperclassmen, are that much better or any better than the freshmen that you're not playing. I mean, McDonald didn't play very much. He had two tackles. Jalen McCall had three. He played the whole game. I'm not convinced that they're that much better. And you can say, I mean, practice, yeah, it's part of it. It's part of it. But it's not the whole thing. 
And apparently Jalen McCullough's hurt too. He had yeah. kind of turf toe. And he gets burnt. <laughs> That's again putting the player in a terrible position. If he's hurt, why is he out there? I don't know. I'll just never I'm I'm not I'm not in a place I don't get it right now, um, and I don't. I mean, I, it's what's crazy is energy can go a long way if you can fix whatever the reason you you're having these terrible third quarters. You help yourself a lot. You put yourself in better situations. Yep. But you're not gonna win any ball games before you get a lot of this fixed. Yep. I, I think the first thing I'm doing if if I'm Jim Cheney. I'm done handcuffing a quarterback. That that's my guy. I'm rolling with him. I'm I'm letting it loose. Give him a chance to. Again, we could. I think everybody could understand mistakes if you were taking shots. Right. But you're not taking shots, and there's still mistakes being made. Yep. Because a young quarterback is going to make mistakes. Mm-hmm. I don't think anyone is mad at Harrison Bailey for that last interception. No. I don't think they're mad at him for the other one. <laughs> Fair. I mean that that's a pi. I mean, dude, have you seen the picture? Yeah, yeah. Hyatt's folded in half, before, like before <laughs> the ball arrives, he's folded in half, not just touched. Right. Yeah, it's uh. There's a I, lot. I think I'm with you. You got to pick a quarterback and you got to ride with them. Quit picking a quarterback that and you say you're behind 100, percent and then you go out there and it looks like, like I mean that's kind of like, I got into these comments from some players earlier in the year. Quit saying you're behind guys. Quit saying you believe in them. Show that you believe in them. Yeah. Same thing for the coaches. Quit saying you believe in them. Show that you believe in them. It's bad. It's bad. I don't know. I mean, we can talk. I, mean, I can talk about this all day. I don't know if you want to move on from from this. And, um, I mean, because I I don't know. I, I don't know when it gets fixed. I don't know how it gets fixed. I don't know what's up with the quarterback situation because again, you can tell me all this about practice. Apparently, Josh Dobbs first year on campus, Justin Worley and Nathan Peterman, and I'm not a. I'm not – I understand what Just, – Justin Worley was not the worst quarterback ever for Tennessee. He wasn't terrible. But Josh Dobbs is better than him. Yeah. So you can – and all you heard was how much better Peterman and Worley were in practice than Dobbs. At some point, you gotta you got to make the change. Because doing the same thing over and over again that hasn't been working isn't going to magically just work it. Right. Especially when every team except one from here on out is going to be better than you. And your fifth-year guy should probably – he should probably practice better than a freshman. Correct. Yeah, he should. You're right. He's been through it. He, he knows what's expected of him. You know, he, he should be able to, to get in a routine and practice where he's able to practice pretty well. Right. But in a game, if it, if he's not figuring it out – and what good does it do you to throw him out there and you're like, you know, we're not going to trust you, but just hand the ball off. It's not helping you in the future. Yeah. If he's not going to be here next year, which Lord, that's another, that's another thing. <laughs> like, who's going to be here next year? If that one-time transfer hits in in January, or, I oh, mean, it's save, gonna hit. It's save, gonna Williams already entered in transfer. He wasn't really in, impacting the game any, but still, right. Someone said, I really think JP is micromanaging coaches. I think it looks like it. I think the play calling is very, very similar to where it was under Tyson Hilton. Um, I, I think it certainly looks like Jerry Pruitt is micromanaging his coaches. You've had two different offense coordinators, and outside of some identity differences, it looks about the same. I thought we were going to wake up this morning and see something stupid like, 
Brian Edemeyer's been fired or something. <laughs> like just something <laughs> that's not even the problem. Just be canned. Just like Jimmy Brumwell. And Jimmy Brumwell wasn't a freaking problem. From a football standpoint. Right. I know I know in my heart that that was not football related. No, it was not. There's no way. I'm not I haven't heard rumors. I haven't heard facts. Have they, have they been good? No, but they, I'm just gonna tell you right now. There's not a coach in the country that gets fired in that game at any posi- at any position coach for performance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. Chris, if Chris Winkie still has a job, Jimmy Brumball <laughs> right. should have a job. <laughs> right. Um, and maybe, you know what, maybe it was something else he was doing in the way he coached because I have heard some rumors about maybe some recruiting stuff, but um, at the same time it still sounded like maybe it wasn't just he wasn't doing a good job. It right. was past that. So, yep. My my thing is, that if you're not trying to win games anyway, I mean, you might as well just run with Bailey and see, yeah, see what happens. Yeah, especially if you're not caring to win. Yeah, yeah I'm with him. <laughs> Which it does, it just doesn't look like we. It, I mean, it doesn't look like the team cares. No, it doesn't look like the team cares at all. And coaches are part of that team, so it's been really sad. It's been really depressing. Um, yeah, it's been all right. Basketball schedule. I I told you. I'm just. It, it makes me sad to be sad about this, but it's like. I'm a Tennessee. I I know what it, I know what'll happen. I know what'll happen. What's our preseason ranking? Uh, it's like ten, top ten, something like that. So I know. I know how this. I know how this goes. So let's get to the Volunteer Classic. Let's do it. Charlotte and VCU. Start That'd on be fun. November twenty fifth. Yeah, I think that's that's a cool thing. Like. I don't know, like... So, I think there used to be... This is a long time ago. I think they used to have a volunteer classic like this. And I think it was a lot more teams. I don't think it was just two teams Tennessee played. Um, I'm assuming Charlotte and VCU weren't playing each other. I don't think so. So, I think it would be like that. Like, it'd be set up like that. Like, two teams would come in and play each other, too. Plus, play Tennessee. Um, Yeah, I I would like that, actually. I think that'd be cool to have... I mean, obviously, this year... Whatever, because there's not going to be that many people there. But it, it would be cool to have, like, a tournament thing. Right. Um, in Thompson Bowling Arena. <laughs> Sounds like there's an ambulance in your living room. It probably is. <laughs> um, yeah, that, that is cool, though. VCU is obviously going to be a pretty good opponent. Don't really know much about Charlotte. Um, but I got to imagine Tennessee scheduled them. They probably... Like uh, for their first game, especially probably like playing that team. So yeah, gives them a good uh, good chance to get confident. Uh, then after the Volunteer Classic, they do play a pretty good team in Cincinnati. They lost Cincinnati lost so much production last year, mm-hmm. um, but I think they're in a good, still a pretty good spot. So that game should be competitive. Tennessee actually lost to Cincinnati. Yeah, that was a rough game. It was a rough game. Cincinnati, well, they were pretty solid though. I'll give them that. I will give them that. Um, and then we've got. Tennessee Tech, App State, sorry, App State's on the uh, out-of-conference schedule, as well as Tennessee Tech and USC Upstate. And then the only other out-of-conference game Tennessee will host this year, again, because of COVID, they should have had uh, Wisconsin. They don't have that game anymore. Should have had Memphis. Don't have that game anymore. Uh, they do get Kansas in the SEC Big 12 Challenge. On January 30th. Yeah. In Thompson. Bring Kansas to Thompson this time. I love it. Maybe we can get some calls this week. Uh, this year. I think Gonzaga is um... still in the works. Yeah. Okay. That was the. It's not was, on the schedule yet, but right. I, I think they're they're still trying to work that out. Yeah, I know Rick Barnes. Uh, he, men, he mentioned how he really wanted to 
make get that game worked out. Um, yep. So we'll we'll see if that happens. Uh, you I and mean, then I mean Tennessee's obviously got their SEC schedule that'll start on December thirtieth against Missouri, and uh, it, it'll go all the way until March. Love it, baby. Love it. I mean, they're they're already. I'm interested to see if they make any kind of NCAA uh, tournament announcements, you know, anytime soon, as far as contingency plans, SEC tournament announcements, because I mean, they obviously Tennessee already knows that it's not going to be a normal year because of COVID. So hopefully they still try to make those games work knowing because last year it was too short to really make anything work. Everything was just happening. Uh, so hopefully now you get some time to plan. You can, uh, you can make it work. So what's your expectation? I know we kind of went over this. A couple yeah, times, but like. yeah, yeah. I should. I guess I should have counted the games because I think this is a thirty-win team on, on a, a normal, normal schedule. Yeah. Right. I don't even know how many games are playing. Um. So I, I, I maybe can't there's. Count. I think there's eighteen conference. Eighteen conference, and then was that six out of conference? Is that right? Two, three, four, five, six out of conference. One, two, three, 18, four, yeah. five. Seven out of conference, sorry, and 18 in. So, 25. See, it's tough. 20? Would you get 20? You'd think. I I think you, I mean, that Kansas game, obviously, that's a tough game. Otherwise, you would be probably undefeated in in out of conference play. Um, You do still play Kentucky twice. Uh, Auburn. You get Auburn on the schedule. I don't know. LSU. Was LSU on? I thought I saw them. Yep. At LSU. I think eight, 18, 19 wins. Right around Maybe 20. call it 20. Yeah, right around 20. Yeah, I think it's definitely doable. This team, this team's going to be super talented. We got to talk about um, starting lineups and expectations and stuff. Um, you've heard how how well the freshmen are playing. You've heard some great stuff about guys like Victor Bailey, who you didn't get to see last year. Um, and then you've heard some good things about uh, grad transfer EJ Anasicki. You talked about how, phys- you know, how physical he is and um, – Got to see the, it though. Yeah, you definitely, you definitely got to see it. That because that, that, that that's kind of like the football program. Like you can hear about it all the time, but well, that's why it's really sucking to talk about expectations. We've already gotten our expectations thrown back at us uh, right. about football. So uh, that's why I'm saying it, it, it hurts to talk about basketball right now. I'm just I'm hoping that uh, God dang it, Dallas. I'm hoping that um, you know we can uh, we can be cheering this this season, not sad and depressed about it. <sighs> It'd be nice. I'm sorry, Rick Barnes and and, and and team. I'm not sad about you all at all. It sounds like I am. I'm not. But that Charlotte game, that, that's that's a game to grab your attention. Yeah. If you go out and blow out Charlotte and play a really good basketball game, I think Tennessee fans will be more than welcoming you back in their lives. Right. Uh, also, it's not your fault. No, by no, on November twenty fifth, I am no longer uh, watching any more football games. You know, basketball. Yeah, I'm done after that day. Uh, I think all you have left after that is Florida, and I think you'll know a lot about the season by then. So, I'm out. <laughs> good news. We haven't mentioned it on this show. The Vols are bowl eligible. They are. That's the good news. So, there's always <laughs> we need all the practice we can get. Um. I wonder at what point they'll be like, yeah, you're definitely not bowl eligible to yeah. Tennessee. Like, oh, no, we're good. So, yeah, you still have to be invited. So, right. You still have to get invited. To the Those invitations might be running pretty slim come December. Right. I- I'm hoping Claypool at least scores a touchdown in this game so I can win this bet. Nope. Doesn't matter. Ben Roethlisberger already threw over 261 yards. I hate everything about football right now. <laughs> everything. <laughs> Stupid. 
Dude, there's a lot of people that missed out on $100 because Tennessee lost that game last night. That was the best. I just hate football. I hate football. I hate sports. Sports are stupid. It sucks. Why does anybody do it? I'm playing golf next weekend. I'm playing golf. We're going to have to record a little bit earlier. <laughs> um, I, don't, I haven't decided if I'm going to play before the game and, and get you know done in time to watch it. I haven't decided, but I'm going to enjoy at least part of my Saturday. You should. I'm going to enjoy at least part of it. So I Maybe, usually go ride my bike, so yeah, you, yeah, you should do that. There's something I'm going to do that I'm going to enjoy my day. Tennessee football is not going to ruin it for me. I'm so sad. I'm just sad about everything. Maybe I'm not doing good as a person. You want to talk about it? I'm yeah, a great, I'm a great listener. Well, you don't have the couch anymore. I'd lay on the couch. And, yeah, yeah, I don't. <laughs> and do that. But it was just a, kind of a love seat too. So you're kind of you think legs we just, will be hanging. Yeah, off we can lay it. it. <laughs> That's okay. We can, we can lay that one all the way back. Yeah, yeah. It's a recliner. It. You can get. You can lay down in it. Exactly. Exactly. Let's talk about. Um, yeah. So you said twenty wins for basketball. Sorry, I'll get back to that. Uh, you thought twenty wins. So your expectation may have changed for the starting lineup, right? Since we talked, is that right? Well, um, I don't know. I mean, Jaden Springer is good. Jaden Springer is very good. I think that. I don't know. I think we'll know, we'll know a lot sh- uh, when Charlotte gets here. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if we asked this question. I think we I did. think Keon Johnson is definitely a starter. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I agree. Um, so, we asked, I think, somewhere this question. I think the question was, who do you think the first person off the bench is? Uh, but this, I, mean, I think in a typical year, this is your, that is your sixth man. I mean, obviously, it's your sixth man. But my question is more going to be, I think with the way this team is, I mean, you don't have the size for, you know, John Fulkerson or even uh, Eves Pons and probably EJ Anasicki aren't going to be, like, staples. You know, if you, you're you going to be – like, your sixth man could be the next big – like, EJ Anasicki could be your first guy off the bench to, to get size in the game or something mm-hmm. like that. So, who do you think is going to be your sixth man of the year? Who do you think is going to be, like, the best guy off the bench for the year? I think it's Josiah Jordan James because he is, like, a bigger guard. Um, and he can play so many positions. He's good defensively. Um, I hope he's much improved because I, I think he could really be that sixth man if he's not a starter. Right. I, I don't know that for sure. I just – Viscovi, what we saw last year, I, th- I think he'll be a starter. But I, I think, um, you know, if whoever, Viscovi or, or Josiah Jordan-James, who's that, whoever that um, point guard is – I think the other guy will be probably the first guy off the bench. Right. Okay. But you think you think that's your sixth man of the year, though? Like your guy, your best guy off the bench? Because I think the way the position is. I think Josiah Jordan James is. I, I just think, like, with freshmen, especially at the first of the year, I, I think you'll have Josiah Jordan James come in first. Because I, I don't think you'll. Not that you you'll need EJ and a sicky, but I I think your strength right now going into the season is Fulgerson Ponds. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so but but you think Josiah Jordan James will be the best player off the bench? Is that yeah. okay? Yeah. Not like not necessarily your first guy off the bench because it could be someone just based mm-hmm. on matchups. Right. Okay. All right. Yep. Gotcha. Good deal. Who do you think? I think Josiah Jordan James is a good pick. I think. I think your best player off the bench could be someone like EJ Anasicki. I think I just think he's going to do a lot for this team. I'm with you. He's got to prove it, but I just think he provides something this team didn't have last year, and that really hurt him. Yeah, and really that, that's him. why I, I think he's going to be super impactful. Yeah. Um, 
just from like being present, not necessarily right. stat wise. He's probably going to get rebounds, but I also think he's just going to bring something that's not going to show up on a stat sheet. Yeah, probably so. Yeah, yeah, probably so. But I think you know you talk about Keon Johnson's probably your starter, uh, the Scovy, Victor Bailey Jr., whoever it may be, um, your starter. Um, those I think the guard play is going to be really really good. Regardless, yep. Um, I think I, got a I, lot of options. I just think AJ Anasiki will do, like you said, he'll be very impactful, and, and he's very impactful in a way that you needed desperately. So, mm-hmm. yep. I think it may be him, maybe him. All right, college football. Let's do that. Let's talk about some college football. Ah, kind of depressing. It's it's so <laughs> sad because there's some teams that Clemson. God dang it, Clemson. <laughs> Listen, I'm happy to see Dabo get beat. Happy to. I just picked them to win. I, I just thought, like, Notre Dame, I, I just thought they would choke, but they played really well. I thought DJ Ugo Yeah, yeah, that guy, that guy. Yeah. Yeah. DJ, um, I, I thought he played really well. Right. Um, I mean. Notre Dame just, they just won. Yeah. Well, it didn't help that Clemson had a ton of turnovers. A little ton. Three, I think. Two. I don't know. I mean, they yeah, have three loss. Three. So that's not good. That, it's hard to play winning football when you do that. Um, at least one of them resulted in a score. Also, did you see the Clemson celebration uh, after their one of their touchdowns? Oh yeah, it's like he can't effing handle us or something. Yeah, bad look there. Yeah, that that was. Did Notre Dame end COVID? <laughs> oh my god! I think you got to ask. Think you did Trevor ask. Lawrence in Trevor- COVID? Trevor Lawrence and uh, Notre Dame single-handedly. That doesn't COVID. make any sense to me. So apparently he had to pass something to do with like heart monitor tests that he had to pass before he was 100% cleared. So he tested negative for COVID. This is what I heard. I don't know the truth. I, that's what I heard. So, yeah. No clue. I'm with you. Seems super weird to be allowed to be on the sideline. And not be able to play. Right. <laughs> Seems weird. Like, you can be on the sideline, but you, don't you dare put on a uniform. <laughs> whoa, whoa, Jameis. Yeah. Remember when Jimbo Fisher made Jameis change? <laughs> I really need the Cowboys to win this game, and I'll be happy. Really do. They just lost. Is it over? It was full down. They just got the ball back. <laughs> I bet on them, too. Can Big Ben fumble a snap? Fumble a. A, uh, it's just not our week. A man. victory for we, we just need to get to Monday already. Nobody wants to get on Monday either, though. This just sucks. <laughs> right. <laughs> this just sucks, man. Um, Rutgers, Ohio State. Oh, look good for Rutgers. Scoring 18 in the fourth. Just 49 27. <laughs> not too shabby. Not too shabby. They covered. Yeah. Uh, Cincinnati. Still undefeated. 6 0. Beat Houston 38 10. Texas AM. I lied. They're not on upset alert. They took care of business. I'm glad we get to play them this week when they're just feeling super hot. <laughs> I love that. Love that. They beat South Carolina 48 to three. I love oh that. Oh my lord. Love that. Pac-12 after dark. I think this is the after dark game. Uh, Oregon beat Stanford. No, it wasn't. Uh, it was Washington State and Ooh, I don't remember. But Oregon and Stanford. Uh, Oregon getting off to a good start. Number 12 in the nation. One and 35 to 14 over Stanford. Speaking of coaches that might be gone, Jeremy Pruitt and Jim Harbaugh. 
Michigan loses to Indiana, 38-21. They had no chance in that game. Dude, Indiana's good. Yes, they are. Like, really good. So, you know, it kind of makes you think about that game last year. And it's like, I watch these offenses, I'm like, dude, we have more talent than they do. Why Why can our offense not look like that? I don't, I don't, I don't get it. I want to score points. So, we have some questions. I do, I do want to get to those real quick. Unfortunately, they're probably going to be about Tennessee. Um, oh, so the SEC Network asked Jeremy Pruitt um, about his decision to not play Harrison Bailey, and he says, "I don't want my I don't want to put my young guys in harm's way." That's what he said. He said that yesterday or today. Yesterday. Yesterday. Yeah. So, Dude, you don't want to put them in harm's way. But that's, a, that's the silliest shit I've ever heard. <laughs> it is. I mean, what? Like, he's become Butch Jones in a press conference. Harrison Bailey came to the University of Tennessee to play football. That's exactly. the silliest shit I've ever heard in my entire life. Yep. I'm glad I've gotten to use Jeremy Pruitt's words twice now. <laughs> I love that. <sighs> um. So... Raging Iguana says, how much longer can Fulmer let this continue before he is on the hot seat too? <laughs> I mean, it's a valid question, but I don't know how to answer it. Yeah, I, I think if 2021 is the same as this year, I think, you know, probably everybody's gone. Yeah. If no changes are made. I think that's a fair assumption. I don't, yeah, I mean... I don't know. I've never had a AD hot seat conversation, so I don't know. Yep. <laughs> um, at VFL Pilgrim says, "What are we doing? <laughs> Run well oh, and play." Was... Well, I mean, that's pretty much his question. Run well and played good defense in the first half, then played absolutely horrible for the entire third. Then in the fourth, it's lights out defense, and we only come up with only one play to run over and over for a two-minute drill. Pilgrim. We have an identity at all. Help. We don't have an identity. That's if that's no. I don't know who stole it, but we don't got it. Right, man. I don't know. I think that is a real thing. Do what? I didn't. What is? Yeah, I didn't. I didn't. That's a real thing, Jim. <laughs> Millions of families suffer from it every year. <laughs> man, what are we doing? I mean, that's a, we're I, just we're just not we're just not playing winning football. I need. I, yeah, but we're I not putting to, our young guys in harm's way. <laughs> It's a good thing they're staying healthy. Um, I need to know. I need. I, I need to. I need to try to someone sit down with me and explain our offense to me like I'm a five year old, because I don't get it. Explain the offense play calling to me. I can't. I don't get it. That was a catch. Let's go. Come on, Cowboys. They're driving. They're driving right now. Um. I just I don't get it. Yeah, I'm with you. I mean I'm just a, I don't know what we're doing. We're we're playing very elementary football right now. If that. And paying way too much money for an offensive staff and defensive staff. Um well I know John Chavis coached middle school football this year, so that that'd be an upgrade. Yeah. To, so yeah. From elementary. So I mean no <sighs> like his kids would probably have a decent time stopping our offense right now. Uh, I mean, they'll they'll just load eleven in the box and not even put anybody on a receiver because we're not going to throw it anyway. Yeah, what's the point? 
Yep. Don't want to put young guys in harm's way. <laughs> yeah. Um, Christopher Nichols says, more realistic question, should UT punt on the rest of the season and get their freshmen and sophomores meaningful SEC reps? I would hate for them to be in harm's way. Um, <laughs> I, again, I don't even think it has so much to do with planning for the year I, or for next year. I, I think it has way more to do with your older guys are not giving you a chance to win. Go to try the young guys. Yeah. Try the young guys. Yep. And they may not be the best option either, but and, and at least them, you're, at least you are a realistic opportunity. Right. Don't hand the ball off eight times in a row. Check down eight times in a row. Stupid. Stupid. There was one point in the game. We, it was third and three and we throw a fade to Brandon Johnson in the back of the end zone. Like we take a shot on third and three. I don't understand that last drive why every single check down is in the middle of the field. There wasn't a single one to that line. <laughs> Dude, I have a headache just talking about the game last night. It was so bad. It was awful. It was one of the worst Tennessee football games I've ever watched. Dude, watching like receivers that aren't that great run right past our DBs is... Very reminiscent of I mean, 2017. Yeah, it looked like Malik Foreman was back out there. He really did. Very reminiscent of 2017. Um, and then he, Christopher Nichols also says, crazy hypothetical question. Should Pruitt be fired at the end of the season? Who do you think Tennessee should go after and why? Just go pay Hugh Freeze. Just go do it. <laughs> but, $10 million a year. But if you really <laughs> care about your reputation, like you're going to get – thrown through the mud by the national media if you passed on yeah I mean on uh, Shiano and then right. you hire Hugh Freeze <laughs> but, yeah for sure but at this point I mean I would way rather have Hugh Freeze than Shiano 100% yeah but and another thing I mean another thing about the Hugh Freeze situation is you're also gonna have well I don't know cause Auburn hired um, Bruce Pearl and the SEC doesn't give an F if he's cheating or not. So who knows the SEC would be breathing down your neck all the time and instead of like breathing that who knows? Also LSU. And LSU. I mean who who freaking knows? I mean, I think at Tennessee they'd be breathing down your neck, but because that's Tennessee. Because you're at Tennessee. I I don't know. The thing that sucks is Hugh Freeze is probably gonna be at South Carolina next year. Yikes. That would be so rough. Apparently, there was some rumor and speculation that Muschamp might be out tomorrow, so or might have been out today. But if they haven't announced it yet, I doubt it. So we would have already heard if that video of him yelling "get the f up" got leaked. <laughs> that one's definitely getting that, that that news is definitely getting leaked. Um, but I, I still think I mean I I think South Carolina should go get him. Why not? Tennessee, yeah. I, don't, I don't think Tennessee fires Jeremy Pruitt this year. I think. Not, not that I'm saying I agree. I just don't think they do. So yeah, I don't think that happens. All what right. if he loses to Vanderbilt? Maybe. Uh oh, that's not good. Y'all better go. I hate how the clock never stops. I, I do too. So dumb. I hate that NFL rule. Snap it. You get one chance. One chance for the Cowboys to win this. Let's do, let's uh let's go through some couple more college football games while we're while we're waiting to see if the the Cowboys can win me some money for tonight. Uh, number 19, Oklahoma, no problem against Kansas. Covered 38 points, 62-9 to nine over Kansas. Um, all, almost hit the over-under by themselves. It was 63. <laughs> Arizona State and USC, number 20, USC, barely, barely leaks or squeaks one out against uh, Arizona State. They actually had to score two touchdowns 
Herm in the final two Blowing and a half leads. 28 to 7 over Arizona State. I have to burn that hat now. Number 22, Texas, in the most boring game of college football I've ever watched in my entire life. Beats West Virginia 17 to 13. Number 25, Liberty. 38 to 35 over Virginia Tech. Hugh. Holy crap. Is, is, does Virginia Tech still have Fuente? Yeah. I think his buyout's like 16 mil right now. So, yeah, he's probably not going anywhere. Oh, my God. That's that's hilarious. I mean, Jeremy Bruce is right there, too. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I think his – I thought his staff was at like 15 million. Hmm. I thought I thought I saw that figure here today. Yeah. I could be entirely wrong. It's it's okay. it's something around in that ballpark. Something. Mississippi State barely beats Vanderbilt twenty four to seventeen. Again, I didn't watch that game thankfully, but I bet it was terrible to watch. Just guessing. Oh, the two plays off here. Number eleven Miami beats NC State on Friday night forty four to forty one. Also an ACC play, North Carolina put it on Duke from the get-go and did not let up. They made Duke look terrible. Did you see that first quarter? I see Sam Howell, and it makes me pissed off. <laughs> it was ridiculous. But they, they beat them 56-24. Boston College beat Syracuse 16-13 to after after almost upsetting Clemson. Had them in the first half. They had a win against Syracuse. Syracuse is terrible. Syracuse is terrible. They are bad. And then uh, got to give our boy Chad Mitchell. Hopefully you guys heard the show on Wednesday. He gave you the... The lock of the year. He said Pitt was going to beat Florida State. Not only did they beat Florida State, they beat the shit out of Florida State. 41-17. to It's Pitt for real. Dude, I, I'm, yes. I'm super, like, I know we talked about Indiana for a second, but I'm super impressed with Indiana. I think they're, like, a really good football team. Yeah. They look really Which is it. super sad because we beat them, like, not even, like, what, 10 months ago? Right. It's very depressing. Very depressing. Uh, what about Iowa being reborn, scoring points, scored forty nine points on Saturday, forty nine to seven over almost bet, almost bet on that game, but I didn't. I stayed away from it because I think the over under was like forty, and I was like, oh, I was not scoring forty points or letting anybody score forty. <laughs> so and then seven to three, right? Figured it would, but nope, didn't happen. <sighs> All right, I'm talking high school football. I'm sorry, I'm I'm in a bad mood today, guys. I know I am. I'm in a bad mood too. I'm in a terrible. I've been in a terrible mood all day. I woke I did, up. I did win at seven a.m. because I forgot to turn my alarm off. So I did win a uh, parlay today. I won seventy eight dollars. So pretty pumped about that. I won a soccer parlay this morning and then lost uh, half my earnings on NFL games. So <laughs> been great, guys. It's been great. I hope you all enjoyed your Sunday. I love it, baby. <laughs> Haven't done any in-game betting this uh, in this four o'clock window, so I'm gonna have to do it tonight. This this eight o'clock window, so we gotta get the ads out of here. All right, high school football first week of uh, first week. We'll go around some East Tennessee teams. Um, I'm sure. Hey, oh yeah, I forgot to do that. You guys didn't tell us where you're from. Uh, I'm sure we got people from all all across the state. Um, but we'll we'll start in four A. If you want to talk about some other smaller schools, you can let me know. But uh, okay. Elizabeth and beat East Ridge. And uh, East Hamilton beat South or Sullivan South, excuse me. Greenville advanced as well as Anderson County. Greenville and Anderson County will meet in the second round this week. Who do you have in that game, by the way? I, I think I got Anderson County. I think you gotta go Anderson County, but Greenville does have that. They ended up somehow finishing seven and three. So, they, like all you heard about them was losing this year, and they won seven games. That's pretty good. 
They've they've been there before. And they've been there before, and that is a big factor. Yep. They they've beaten Anderson County a lot. Um, then Elizabeth Elizabethan and East Hamilton. I mean, I think Elizabethan, but I also just don't know much about East Hamilton. So yeah, I don't know. But I, I just think Elizabethan is a machine. They're probably going to win the whole thing. I think so too. What well, again? I think whoever gets out of that bracket wins. Anderson County, Greenville. Or yes, you got to throw East Hamilton in that mix, or Elizabethan wins. Yep. So. All right, five A. Five A, baby. I want to start. Walker Valley gets their first home playoff win, in how many years? Ever? Truly really not ever. I think it was. Was it ever? Over Powell. That was an upset. Yeah, it was an upset. I think because Powell is seated number three, it's not considered an upset, but I think everybody is aware that that was an upset. Oh, yeah, 100%. I, 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 but did I, that just, did that win Knox West, the state championship? I don't think there's another team in 5A that can beat Knox West, and not on this side of the bracket. Maybe Oak Ridge. Maybe, but that's gonna be a good game, right? But Central Central would be, I, I think West beats them, but I think Central can hold their own because they have good defense. Yeah. So I, t- I mentioned a team like Walker Valley early on, you know, in the year when we talked about who who are the actual contenders in five A, and we didn't think there were a lot. Central, Powell, West, maybe Oak Ridge, but we said there was a level of teams in that mix that could beat those teams. Like, they probably couldn't win five games in a row to win a state championship, mm-hmm. but they could beat the upset the West, the Pals, the Oak Ridges, um, Centrals, and Walker Valley did that. Yeah. And the Halls do that this week. They did it in the regular season. Can South Lowell do it? Can South Lowell? Well, you have, I mean, David Crockett, they're not a they're not a staple of the No, 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 no. But, but, I mean, could, could they get to that point where they can upset one of those teams? I think so, yeah. Yeah, outside of, I mean, outside of, I mean, now you're in central to the last drive too. Yeah. So yeah, no, I think they can absolutely. I do, uh, but you do have South Dover's David Crockett this week. South Dover's to travel David Crockett. Yeah, and Prince Colley scoring six yeah. touchdowns in the game. Uh, who do they they play? Sevier County. Sevier County. Yeah. So that'll be a big. That was a great, big, was a great big twelve matchup. Ended sixty three to thirty five. <laughs> Phenomenal Big 12 matchup. Uh, then well, you have 28 28 at one point. It's 28 28 half. Took Love it. Over. Love the boat races. Uh, then Knoxville Halls and Knox Central will play this week. Halls knocked off Tennessee High in an upset. And then Central took care of business against Morristown East. Then you've got, like I said, Knox West. Uh, they they handle business against Lenore City. They'll play Walker Valley this week. So Walker Valley have another upset in them. Maybe. They get a little Cinderella story going on here. And then the last game in the East Tennessee area of 5A, that's Oak Ridge and Ray County. It'll be a good game. I think that will be a good game. I think Ray County's probably in that. Probably don't have the probably can't go win five games straight, but they could definitely beat mm-hmm. one of those teams. And I, I think Oak Ridge has kind of figured it out. They got Kendall Jackson back and I, I think they're pretty they've loaded. Right. They struggled the first half of the season, but they'll yeah. be all right. Six A. Where things could things are going to be fun. They're always fun in, in East Tennessee, and then uh, they they can be fun in the state championship, depending on who Mar- that matchup against Maryville is. Um, Dobbins Bennett and McMinn County will play this week. McMinn County beat Bearden twenty eight to seven. Dobbins Bennett knocked off Cleveland. That'll be interesting. Dobbins Bennett struggled. That's that's a game on. I, I'm I want to see. Yeah, that that'll be a good game. And then uh, then you got Bradley Central who beat Farragut seventeen to fourteen. They'll play Maryville who got a COVID win. Yeah. First COVID win in the playoffs. 
Uh, that's a good game. I, I, Maryville narrowly won that one the first time around. I don't know what the score was. Can't remember. But Maryville did win it the first time around. So we'll, we'll see what happens with that one. Um, and then you've got the uh, the Oakland, Mount Juliet, Riverdale, Henderson, uh, Hendersonville, Ravenwood, uh, Brentwood. Independence, Brentwood. They're all you know obviously still alive. Um, so they'll uh, they'll get a chance to you may you'll you should see them later on in the playoffs. I do want to mention um, obviously Alcoa and three A is probably oh. that's probably going to be it. But that's a winner. Pigeon Forge and GP get to play second round. Oh, nice this week. playing each other. Yeah, I think they're on, they're on the TV this week. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Like there's some a lot of good games in the area. To, yeah, and that's a that's a huge rivalry yeah. for for those two to just meet up in the second round of the playoffs. So that that'll be fun to see. I think Pigeon Forge. I don't remember who they knocked off, but I think it was an upset. Okay. I I gotta pull it up if I can get to Cleveland. Who? Claiborne. Claiborne. Yeah, so they were I think Claiborne was the one seed. Wow. Okay. Good for good for Pigeon Forge. Yeah. Good for Pigeon Forge. Scott Meadows the what does he call it? The smoke and mirrors. Smoke and mirrors offense. Whatever is it, it is. I oh, know. is that the the beer? I think it's similar to the beer, but I I can't I think it's like a wing I think it's a crossover. What do you ran at West? Was Meadows at West? Are you thinking of Cummins? Oh, I'm thinking of Cummins. Sorry. Meadows was... Where was he at? He's been at Carter most recently, but I can't remember where before that. Gotcha. He's been around East Tennessee, but... Gotcha. Yeah, I can't can't remember. Cummings is at Halls. Cummings is at Halls now. He was at Cleveland before Halls. He went West. He doesn't run that offense anymore. No. Nope. I think he would. It's based on what he has. Personnel. I believe. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not sure. Um, that's all I got for high school football. That's all I got. All right. Most, most important? Most important of the week. Let's, let's do it. I've got, I wish I could plug out my phone. Cause I got a hilarious TikTok that is awesome. And I'm jealous as an, I'm jealous of it. So this kid, I'll, I'll explain it to you all and then show it to Landon. You'll be able to hear it. Um, he apparently talked his class into getting hyped up when he gets off the bus to hype him up, and as soon as he gets off the bus, he sprints to the basketball goal in his driveway and dunks. And dunks, and they're all yelling, I've "Dunk, seen that. dunk it, dunk!" It's awesome. I love this. We call this the Electric Factory. I love that they're all so hyped about it. Yeah. <laughs> like they're all like, we're going to, I don't know. It's just the dumbest thing ever, but also the best thing. And ever. he didn't hang out, hang on the rims. So no, hang on the rim. Tech. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. My first one is Tennessee baseball playing their, uh, fall world series yeah. this weekend. They played um, the Halloween game where they like dress up. I don't know if they did. I don't think they did that. I didn't see anything about it. Boo. Yeah, COVID. <laughs> um, but they did get the – they are doing their fall scrimmage. Um, they scrimmaged today. It was game two. And I think the gray team has won both games so far. And you got to see Blade Tidwell pitch today. He pitched three and a three and a quarter. And, uh, he gave up three hits and had three Ks. Um, zero runs. And then Charlie Taylor, I think he's a freshman, 
Um, had two home runs, two for three, three runs, four RBIs. Oh, nice. So uh, that's something else. Like, you know, football's not working out for us right now. We got basketball. We also got baseball. We do have baseball. Uh, Ross Cavett, he tweeted out a picture of their breakfast this morning. I was pretty jealous. Mm. Cinnamon toast. Oh, uh, yeah. Cinnamon toast looked pretty dang good. Pretty yeah. jealous of that. Little sticks. Maybe you can get that for the uh, the media in the spring, Ross. Yeah. Oh, just a hint. <laughs> um, let's see here. Thought I had one more. Maybe not. Thought I had one more most important. Am I that upset about Tennessee football that it's just ruined this for me? Oh, this one. That's me every tailgate. Yeah. <laughs> every tailgate. That's awesome. Um, so mine was, we didn't get to do the most important last week, um, but yep. this is kind of one from last week. So linebacker Avery Williamson, um, did you see what he posted after he was traded from the Jets to the Steelers? No. He was ready. He was ready to go. <laughs> In full uniform, out on the curb, just ready to, to get to Pittsburgh. Because I think they were like... That's awesome. I think the Jets were like 1-7 and, and the... Yeah, no, that's Steelers a Steelers are trade. like 8-1. That's the one they, they bring you in and you're not pissed off about. You're like, seriously? Yeah. You're like looking around for like Ashton Kutcher to come out. And... Do you also see this? Dang. <laughs> I feel personally victimized by that. <laughs> personally victimized. I think that's all I got. That's all I got too for most important. I don't know if I can share any of my fails or like I just shouldn't. Like some of them are mean. I'm not going to do it. Oh, did you see uh, Carolina Panthers fake punt today? No. Punter threw a pass. Threw a little bomb. Is it Polardi? No, he's he's injured right now. Okay. I think Polardi played a little bit of quarterback in high school. Because he had a fake punt while he was here that he threw a nice ball. I think that was their like fun fact after the punt. Yeah, that's all I got for most important. Mm, that's all I got to you. Any fails? I do have one. It's just the the throwback uniforms for the Warriors. I haven't seen them. They say Oakland on it. Yikes. Is that, the, is that the one you were talking about where someone tweeted back and they're like, speaking of which, you still owe us money. Yeah, like $40 million. <laughs> and then they moved away from Oakland. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so they, yeah, that's kind of messed up. Idiots. All of them. You know, we didn't like you enough to stay in your city, but we're going to put you on our uniform. Doesn't make a lot of sense. Oh, man, are you hungry? Nope. Oh. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, we got to hurry up. We got to um, Oh, I got to fail. So, in the Dallas Baptist Fall World Series, the home plate umpire walked out and left. Because he was he was getting some arguments from the dugouts, so he just stood up and left in the middle of an inner squad scrimmage. <laughs> I mean, if you can't take the heat, stay out of the kitchen. I I I'm with him though. Inner squad, I'd be like, I'd I'd turn to him one time, and be like, shut up, or I'm I'm leaving. I don't need to be here. Yeah, why do you? I guess you do have umpires. Yeah, just yeah, to be no, for sure. Unbiased, but I don't really need them. No, they don't need them. 
That's exactly why I'd be like, I'm leaving. <laughs> yeah. I don't have to take this. Yeah, this is dumb. Uh, I did have one more most important. I forgot about this. Did you see Oklahoma State try to get Texas to make, miss a field goal while putting up yellow lines on the uh, their jumbotron behind the field goal? Uh-uh. So they – I don't have the picture anymore. So they had the their jumbotron drop behind the scoreboard, and they had like a yellow – like, I mean, it didn't look like a – I guess it kind of looked like a field goal post. I guess it would be hard to tell if you had a, just a yellow post. But they had yellow lines on the jumbotron behind the field goal. Oh, Dicker the kicker. It was against Texas. Dicker the kicker still made it. So oh yeah, he's good. nothing can defeat him. Right, nothing, unless it was over forty-two yards, or sorry, over forty yards. Mm-hmm. That would defeat him. Mm. Yeah, because you know that's too far. Yeah, we weren't close enough. I can't get over that comment. I'm not. I'm not ever gonna get over. I'm never gonna get over that comment. It's the dumbest comment ever. He didn't want to put him in harm's way. It's fair. I don't. I didn't even consider that. <laughs> I didn't even consider that. Somebody on, on the field goal unit would be in harm's way, so he didn't want to put them You're in right. position. Someone would be. Yeah. So. CTE. Heard of it? Right. All right, guys. Well, I'm just going to hear me say really mean and sad things if we stay here any longer. So. And you got uh, poop. Hey. I, <laughs> uh, more than that. Oh. Um, I mean, maybe not more than that, but you get it. <laughs> yeah. Um, guys, we, we do appreciate you all listening. We'll, we'll be back on Wednesday. We'll be previewing Texas A&M. The Masters is this week. So, by Wednesday, we'll be really excited about the Masters starting on Thursday. Um, that so is another excited. thing you could watch Saturday um, while not watching the A&M game. So. And bet on. And, and bet, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, so, we, we do appreciate you guys. We'll see you back here on Wednesday. Still go Vols. Hopefully, we'll be in a better mood. I'll be, uh, maybe not. <laughs> I'm playing golf on Saturday. So. Yeah, it, it depends on, like, how, how the rest of this week goes. Exactly. We'll see. <laughs> and we're bringing the boat in, and we out.